Morning everyone, welcome to this Wednesday morning devotional. We're continuing looking at our preaching series on Sundays. And this last Sunday we looked at, as part of our Nine Pillars preaching series, looking through the fruits of the Holy Spirit, we looked at peace. And we kind of gave a little bit of an overview. You can have a look at the sermon, it's online. But the second point we made in the sermon was talking about um, this concept of agreement. Now, we know, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to know, that it's very difficult to have any peace in a relationship unless we agree. How can two walk together unless they both agree? And God's quite emphatic. One of the things that we looked at was this text talking about what God is like. It says um, in Numbers chapter 23, 19, God is not human that he should lie, not a human being that he should change his mind. Does he speak and then not act? Does he promise and then not fulfill? And so what we often do is, I think we walk into scripture uh, and into what God says with kind of this negotiating hat on. Well, let's see. We'll negotiate and see what God says. But God isn't um, God isn't there to negotiate with us because he's the creator. He's the one who is above all. His word is perfect. And all that he says is true. And he's just and he's good and he's righteous. And so his word stands as this absolute measure of truth. And we don't have a choice whether, you know, if we kind of disagree with it, there's no grounds to sit and debate with God about it. There's, we either agree with it or if we don't. And if we disagree, we don't end up finding peace or living in any sense of peace. Peace in our relationship with God, peace in our relationship with one another, and peace in our relationship with ourselves. And so firstly, just quickly around who God says he is in our relationship with him, is that God has come to do everything for us, friends. God is the one who closed the gap. Jesus is the one who paid the whole price. And unless we agree with God about who um, he says he is and what he's done for us, Jesus, uh, when he looks and when he talks about the Father, when he, he says in is it John chapter 14, he says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. What Jesus is talking about there is he's going to the cross and he's going to lay down his life. And his Father um, is the one who's commanded him. He says the devil's coming for him and the devil wants to kill him. But Jesus is happy to lay his life down because his father has said that that, that is the way. And friends, that's, as long as we're going to be fighting with God and arguing with God a- against his will, against what he wants for our lives, we think we know better sometimes, we think we've got a bigger picture on our lives, we think maybe some of us think the Bible's irrelevant, some of us write stuff off and we just want to try and contextualize it a little bit, um, and there is space to contextualize the language we use to communicate truth, but there's no space to contextualize truth where now the truth becomes distorted in itself, right? Truth is truth. And so Jesus was saying, the peace I have is the peace out of submission to the Father, submitting to God. Whatever he says, I will do. That's a big one, right? To agree, God, whatever you say, I'll do it. And, and until we get to that place, friends, I don't think it's possible for us to live in peace. Because um, our lives have to live according to some sort of standard. And a standard that is true, a standard that is always a righteous, a standard that is, uh, God calls us to that thing. And, and that's what he's working inside of us by his Holy Spirit. So God's trying to create this truth inside of us and transform us into the image of Jesus. And if we don't agree with that and we think we know better, God's doing one thing in us and we want to do something else. And there's a lack of peace in our relationship with God. The second thing is around peace with ourselves. We said on Sunday that 
it's funny how the world kind of teaches that there's a nice person on the inside of all of us. You know, there's this beautiful little inner child waiting to come out. The Bible's very clear, though, and says that actually uh, the heart of man is desperately wicked. And there's no good thing that lives inside of us. And until we come to terms and we agree with what Scripture says, that I am a fallen person, that there is nothing good that lives inside of me. And the only value I have is the value given me by God, which is incredible value, right? Because the value we ascribe to something is the price that's prepared to be paid for it. And Jesus paid for us with his life. So what could be more valuable because of the price that he paid? Jesus saw incredible value. But as long as we're going to walk around in our own strength and think that we're this valuable person, we've got it all together and we're in, I think we constantly let ourselves down and um, we have these misconceptions about ourselves and that there's no peace. There can be no peace within us. That when I look at my heart sometimes and I look at my motives and I can just see the, the rubbish inside, I'm like, you know, if I think I'm an altogether good person, I begin to compartmentalize my life. So I begin to either justify my sin and, you know, make out like it's not so bad. Um, or I just become completely bummed and depressed and, oh, I'm such a rubbish person and, oh, how could I? And but being able to agree with Scripture sorts both of those things out because, yes, I see my sin, I see my fallenness, and I can take it to God and say, Lord, but this is why you came and saved me. There is nothing good inside of me. All I have, every good and perfect gift, comes from you. And then the third thing we said about agreeing with God around others, you see, if we agree with God that we have been called to reach others and to love others, and our lives are meant to go this way, and we agree with that. Then all of a sudden it takes the need uh, for the affirmation, the acceptance, the all the things that we go to, like like sort of a little bit like vampires going to other people to try and prop us up, make us feel better about ourselves, our achievements, all these kind of things. They do feed us at some level, but it's got to be really at a surface level. It can't be deep in our identity. Our identity has to come from the fact that we're children of God and that we know him and that he loves us and that he's for us. And when we settle that thing, he settles that inside of us. Then when I walk out into my day, I'm not going out into the world looking for affirmation and looking for things about myself. Because I can, if, if people say what I want them to say, I can be on an incredible high. But if they don't, I have absolutely no peace. But when God is the one who's constantly speaking that, that word like Jesus heard when he came out of the waters of baptism, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. It just feeds us, friends, on the inside and encourages us. And we're able to go out into the world. Jesus had no need of anything from the world. He went, when he arrived in the earth, he arrived with a mission to reach others for Jesus. So if people rejected him, wanted to crucify him, hated him, it didn't matter. Because ultimately he was there for them, right? He wasn't expecting them to be there for him. So that's a little bit of a challenge to us um, in this in this week as we go ahead. Where are, where are we looking for our affirmation? Where are we looking for our peace? Where uh, what do we disagree with about what God says? You know, I deserve this. Why don't they do this? You know, all that kind of stuff that wells up on the inside of us and takes away our peace. But God, I come to you as the one who is always the same, the one who's always consistent, the one who's always loving. And as I do that, this peace begins to well up on the inside. Hope that's helpful. Can't wait to see you guys on Friday.